0: Let me get some zingers queued up.
1: It'll take you a while. Do you want me to go away and come back another day? <laughs> oh, I'm going to roll. Medicasters. Bob Galen kicks his ass once, twice. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Wait for it. Thrice. Yes.
0: Welcome to the intro. I'm Bob Galen. <laughs> and I'm Josh Anderson. It's uh, Masters Bob today in honor of Arnold Palmer. Oh, Arnold.
1: I know. Uh, A Moment of silence. Ooh, yes. Arnold is no You one.
0: weren't silent in the moment of silence. All
1: right. Moment of silence.
0: Okay. That was really hard for you, wasn't it? That was incredibly hard for me.
1: <laughs> but it was Arnold. Arnold is the man. Yeah. You know that? Mm-hmm. We talk later about uh, the uh, Rat Pack, but I mean Arnold is one of those – Sort of interesting people. He was like eighty-seven, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just an outstanding gentleman, you know that. And representative. I hope, I hope to be Arnold Palmer esque when it comes to the Metacast. What do you think? Do you think we'd be doing this? And when I'm like eighty, like in twenty-seven years, Josh. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what that would be? I can't even imagine what that would be like. There will be driverless cars then. I mean, can you imagine? You'll even be behind on the technology then. You know that
0: we talked about that last time. That's not going to happen. That is going to. Oh no. Oh no. 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 You think? You think you're?
1: Listen, son.
0: All right. Let's let's get these poor people on the yeah. Metacast before they turn it off. Yeah,
1: they're gonna turn us off. All right, so this so, is
0: this is the intro.
1: Do we have we have a thank you? Do yes, we have a thank we you? We, we
0: we have our first partner through Patreon. Woo! So thank you, Paul, for donating three dollars. That,
1: that was that was very cool, Paul. Thank yes. you. Thank you for the support. We appreciate so that. So he
0: is legendary now. He is our first partner, the first. first partner. Through. So if you want to hear your name on the Metacast and you can say, Hey, Check this out. I'm on the Metacast.
1: Someone stops you in the street and says, what are you doing to contribute to the care and feeding of people across the planet to intellectual pursuits? You can stop and say, I contribute. You could
0: pull out your phone and say, listen to Look, this.
1: Listen to this. Listen to these two guys, Bob <laughs> and Josh Anderson. Listen, I, I provide funding for these guys. I'm the reason behind this Metacast. Listen exactly. To, exactly.
0: So please, Patreon.com/slash-meta-cast.
1: In all seriousness, it, it gets us out there, uh, and it, it just helps us reach more people. Yes. So that's all joking aside. That's the reason behind it. Yep. Uh, but thank you, Paul. We appreciate it. What else is happening, Josh?
0: Southern Fried Agile.
1: Oh my gosh, it's coming up it end is. of end of October. If you're in the southeast. Portion of the United States, Charlotte, North Carolina, October 28th, I think, Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to Charlotte. It's like 99 bucks to come. There's a bunch of people talking. Uh, so it's a full-day track of a- an Agile convention. Guess what you get but for the, lunch? Forget the other people. Yeah, forget them. Well, let's talk about
0: lunch oh, first. okay, lunch. Oh, sorry. Guess what you get for lunch, Josh? Fried chicken?
1: Fried chicken, baby. <laughs> yes, you get fried chicken. I know you don't like the baby, but it's fried chicken. That's okay, babe. Yep. And and so you get a dose of fried chicken, and guess what accompanies it incredibly well? Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> and you may be asking yourself, Bob, that sounds a little silly. Oh, it does. And i am say that's one of the topics of our talk. Agile in football, like peanut butter and jelly. Yes. Like it's two mutts and a Jeff.
0: <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> It's <laughs> <That's> so confusing. <laughs> I know.
1: So Josh and I are going to do, and we hardly ever do pair presentations. Yep, yep. This is going to uh, be exciting. I'm, a, I'm just. I wouldn't care what we were talking about. We could be talking about cake or donuts Two or anything. Two months in a Jeff. Two months in a Jeff. It, we would be having fun. So if you're in the area, Charlotte, North Carolina, it's it's a, it's a really good uh, local Agile conference. That's come it. come and see us. And if you do, if you heard this on the Metacast. Damn it! Come up and say hi to us, please. Absolutely. Let us know that that we reach, we reached you.
0: Cool. Right. Okay. So last thing, leading up to the episode, we got a listener request in um, talking about frameworks and how we use them, when we use them, how we change them, when we change them. So that's what this is about.
1: Frameworks, choosing and picking, yep. picking the right thing, when to hold them, when to fold
0: them. <laughs> we got to roll right now. Yes. Welcome to MediCast, I'm Josh Anderson.
1: I'm Bob Galen. Yeah. Yeah, baby.
0: Yeah, oh, there go my eardrums. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I can't help
1: it. Josh and I were talking, MediCasters, right before the MediCast, we were talking about the Rat Pack, and I think, what, I'm old Dino? I'm I'm Dino, and you're? Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr., baby, Baby. yeah, baby. (laughs) I was throwing a lot of babies around, and Josh said that sounded like the 60s. It's
0: just very uncomfortable. He's like, hey, how you doing, babe? Hey, those guys were slick. What's happening, babe? Those
1: guys were slick.
0: I'm not saying they weren't they slick. They drank
1: straight up liquor. They sang. They had the babes. And they were slick. They it were still co- makes no, they me uncomfortable
0: sl- when you call me babe. Okay. Even I- worse when you call me baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Now that you've pointed that way, it's very, <laughs> now I'm starting to get it. All right. It. All right. All right. All right. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. I'm looking at you the size of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baby doesn't fit, does it?
0: No. It's like the small guy that's called tiny, right?
1: Exactly. All right. All right. All right, babe. Let's go.
0: Yeah. Okay. So our topic um, from across the ocean
1: from across the pond. Yes. Ramsey Ashby. Put in a request for us. I thought that was pretty cool. He is a scrum master and an engineer in Scotland.
0: I I like
1: I like. Oh my God! That's, stop! That's stop it! Is that all there. you got? That's is that it, all you got? I like that's scotch. Uh, ho- I hope uh, I hope Ramsey likes a, a, a wee dram of scotch every once in a while.
0: He's gonna be so mad at us. <laughs> I know. For just destroying his culture. <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> we destroy – but we're an equal opportunity <laughs>
1: podcasters. We destroy everything we touch. So why not this one as well? Uh, so his question was talking about frameworks. We've talked a lot about uh, – well, we beat – I don't want to necessarily beat safe to death much more today. But we've talked about frameworks. Uh, met, many Metacast ago, we talked about our own uh, – We were, remember we were developing like a best practice or a Josh and Bob framework, what's in and what's out? Yep. That was that was many podcasts uh, ago. Then we we've been talking about the the donut. Yep. And Scrum being a core part of the donut. Uh, we've talked about safe ad nauseum. So frameworks in general, it's like um, what's in and what's out, what's good and what's bad. Uh, you know, can you can you pick them apart? Um,
0: can you should you if you do what kind of crap are you going to step in?
1: Or or not right right like, like what are the pieces that are pickable and what are the pieces that are not so pickable right okay okay so why don't we start with coarse grum coarse grum I mean you you have you practice coarse scrum. oh and and by the way uh, Ramsey was talking a lot of his references Metacasters were to the dude so a lot of the context here is for Josh because he is he is the dude of the dude he that is means the, I'm gonna get to talk he's the head dude. He's the head cheese <laughs> and the head dude. So you are going to get a was that
0: a Was that a cheap shot, Bob? No. It was a cheap attempt at a cheap shot.
1: No. I mean, the Green Bay Packers are wonderful. And she, you you remind me of many cheeseheads. When I watch the Green Bay Packers on TV, it's like the, there's an entire ocean of Josh's in, in the stadium. You know that? I'll just leave it at that for the Metacasters.
0: I feel like you're insulting all of Wisconsin now. I may have. I may have been. So we just insulted Scotland, <laughs> and now we're going to Wisconsin.
1: Wisconsin, yes. I'm now <laughs> It seems like
0: those are two groups we don't want to make angry.
1: I don't want to. No, you're right. Know, you're right. The Scots. I want to. I want to <laughs> be kind to the Scots and and kind to the cheeseheads.
0: Yeah. So, uh, core scrum. Core scrum. So scrum. pickable. Pickable. Not pickable. Scrum is if you listen to our donut podcasts or discussions or blogs or anything like that out there, Scrum is the thing that holds us together, and we really go by the book. Um, we do pretty much everything the way it is. There's the there's that next lo- layer of Scrum of Scrum's or things like that that we play around a little bit with, but as far as an execution from each Scrum team, it's by the book, almost exclusively. And we've talked about pulling bits and pieces out, but we just haven't seen the value in doing that. We've had some squads that have talked about going Kanban versus Scrum and what's the right thing to do. Our DevOps team is Kanban-ish, but still, when you peel back the layers, it's Scrum. So we're as by the book as you get. And we've gone back to that at times when we've started to question things that we're doing of what's the right thing to do. And we go back to the manifesto and just to scrum itself. So when we're trying to scale up or if we have a problem within a squad or how they're working, those are the two things that we've gone back to of what does that say? How do we operate? What do we really believe in? And we haven't changed much.
1: Okay. So, so don't, don't nitpick scrum. I mean in my coaching, I think probably I'm trying to think of maybe ninety percent of the teams I encounter, eighty to ninety percent, that's safe, is are Scrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I get called in to either instantiate Scrum, but usually I'm called in to, I don't know, improve it. So they're already operating as a Scrum team. Um, so from Ramsey, from from my point of view, I see a lot of scrum teams that have that have picked things out and put things in. So they've, right. they've been sort of non-holistic in picking stuff in and putting stuff in and out, and it doesn't
0: serve them very well. And I just had lunch with somebody that was going through a transformation, and when I look around, what I see is when, when Agile fails, it's because people don't do the basics. And oftentimes the basics just drops into doing scrum reasonably well. Yep. And so agile gets this bad name and it gets thrown out of the organization and it gets labeled as the reason we failed when in fact it was never actually executed as it was intended to be used. I mean, I, I see that. I can't tell you how often I see that
1: when you dig, and this is like a coaching secret Metacaster. So please don't undermine my revenue stream. <laughs> But, you know, if I was to do an assessment, you know, 90% of the time it's a one-slide assessment that says it's a simple page. It says do scrum, right? Or page one, mm-hmm. you're not doing scrum. Page two, right? Do you want to get better? Page three, do scrum. Right. Uh, it's, as, it's as simple as that. Uh, maybe page four of the slide set is uh, stop stop whining, and it's page five is do scrub, right? No, no. People whine. At, you, you, oh people, yeah, yeah, yeah. People whine about it that it's oh, it's too hard, or to demo. For example, I get pushback on demos. Do do stakeholders actually have to attend the demo? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, do you want to get strangers from outside your company and pay them to come in for lunch? Are you going to get good product feedback? Probably not. So, so yeah, I would say that. What about XP practices? So we don't mention it. The donut—you don't mention it in the, the donut in your at least the donut talks that we've had. Um, but do you include because that's not part of Core Scrum?
0: Do you know what I mean by XP practices? So, I've never read an XP book. I know that we do XP stuff, but I but I view that as more. Um, just solid engineering principles, regardless of if you go Scrum or anything else, that those are things you should just kind of do. I,
1: I would, but again, it's I would say, do you do them or not? So, mm-hmm. so let me hit you with some uh, pair programming, right? Uh, continuous integration, um, refactoring, um, the, the notion of a uh, shared code ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is in there? Acceptance criteria, user stories. Uh, are are part of XP? Gosh, release planning—believe it or not—iterative uh, release planning is part of Extreme Programming. Uh, very early on, as a backlog thing. Um, backlogs are really not product backlog. The, exp, the uh, Scrum terminology doesn't map in. So. It's,
0: yeah. So then I guess the reality is that we we kind of lump that all into Scrum.
1: And you, and you probably should. I mean, it's not. There's nothing wrong. Right. But you shouldn't. Right. 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 You should go back to the XP. It's those engineer you know, it's those engineering principles that you add. And I'm missing a bunch of them. There's probably there's a Ron Jeffries had this three wheel sort of three concentric circle thing that talked about tight development practices and then team development practices and then externally facing development practices. Like release planning was an externally facing development practice. Mm-hmm. But it was done very but when I say XP it's very, very team centric. Mm-hmm. So uh, again, getting back to Ramsey's point, I, I would think I don't think you're willy nilly on that stuff. No, like code reviews are an XP practice; they're the engineering practices. So, you're you're embracing them to the point where the team wants to do them, right? Where it's appropriate for the for the team, and you're not excluding them.
0: Um, you know, most of those core practices that you mentioned are baked into who we are, and yeah. it's a non negotiable.
1: So, so then we wouldn't want to add that as a framework. So mm-hmm. the donut. You might want to extend the donor sometime, to, and extend it downward a little bit, and do a little research on XBE, and just see. I, I agree with you. I'm not judging you. I'm, no. I agree right with on. you. No, no, no. It's it's those that we don't talk about it very much. XP is sort of dissolved into history. It's like the miss
0: you know, it's sort of like the the, the Knights of the Round Table. It's but it's kind of the secret sauce that makes it all work. It, and, because and if I, you just do Scrum without those things that you mentioned, you're not really going to be very effective.
1: You, yeah, and you're, and, it, and you're missing, it's not just the practices, you're, they're team practices. So the, the secret sauce at a team level. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why I say it's Scrum. Scrum is the secret sauce at sort of an organizational team level. And XP is the secret sauce as a at a technology team level, and those two things complement. Although Scrum doesn't connect downward, Scrum doesn't reference those things at mm-hmm. all. It just says I'm a, I'm a framework, right? But it, it would do that. So what we're saying, core XP, do it. Um, probably in that case, don't shove it down the team's throat, but but give them space to embrace it. Right? Give them the time to embrace it. Influence them, but you wouldn't force a team to do pairing, would you?
0: N- no. I think there's – so pairing is an option for us but not a requirement. But code reviews, CI, acceptance criteria, most of the things that you threw out there are
1: – You can't opt out of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: like – that's just how we roll.
1: I wouldn't even – I would even put pairing in there that you know if, if everyone out there just started coding by themselves – uh, you'd probably intervene, or Richard would intervene in some way mm-hmm. and get people donuts or beers and yeah. say, Could you please work together?
0: Right. It, and it happens naturally, but I've heard of places where they only work in pairs. And that's kind of the law of the land. That's not who we are.
1: Right. Well, I think that is the XP. I mean, uh, they call it, opera, uh, I think one of the words that people use is opportunistic pairing, mm-hmm. where you just you do it where it makes sense. Right. But you do it. You, you do it because it's important. You do it, and it is like code reviews, right? Pairing mm-hmm. is sort of an inspection or a quality process. So you believe in quality. Unit test is another XP practice that that you, that, you know that you shall invest in TDD, test driven development, unit tests, and you guys do that here. Mm-hmm. So let's go upstream. So what we're saying is to um, to Ramsey, uh, don't. And I think that's where he was getting at. We, I think, what his point. Was we we sort of look at like in safe, we were sort of picking and choosing. I think he was getting the impression we had that up and down the agile stack, and we don't have that up right. and down the agile stack. So a core practice, scrum and XP, we don't we we I would rather have the team do it all uh, and be and be sort of rigorous about it.
0: right. And so that's why if you read or listen to us talk about the donut and scrum and really it sounds like scrum and XP, are the core of the donut. And what we say is that that's the, that's the batter that makes the donut, right? That You can't have a donut without that. You can have a donut with just that. You can put icing and sprinkles or whatever, but Scrum is who we are, and that's the foundation of everything. So and then the toppings you put on are the optional stuff.
1: Why is it that we use food analogies for our Agile framework so much. Where does it come from, Josh? Well,
0: once we get enough partners in our Patreon campaign and we can have video podcasts, people will see.
1: People will see why. <laughs>
0: yes, they will. What are you, imp- <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, Josh? I think you know exactly I, what I'm I, I, saying. Perhaps, perhaps I would. So help us out. Sign up on that campaign. Sign up, sign Patreon up for slash meta hyphen cast.
1: Absolutely. Become a partner. Make become, this happen. Become a partner on the crazy train. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. yes, we are the create the agile crazy train.
0: I wonder if that'll become our new I like, music. Do you like that music? I like
1: that music. Yeah. Do you like Ozzy and yeah. the Crazy Train? Oh yeah. Do you think that could become our theme
0: music? It could, I'm sure there's some licensing issues, but we'll just do it until we get in do
1: trouble. It until we get sued, <laughs> and maybe we'll have some money, or we'll get our houses taken. Right, <laughs> our kids will be out on the street. Yeah, my kids are already out in the street. Uh, so let's go upstream to other frameworks. I, I want to pick on SAFE as a scaling framework. Is that part – well, no. You actually do um, – before SAFE, where's SAFE at? You do Spotify as well. I'm trying to use the donut as our model. So, yeah. we're, we're, so what's above Scrum? Spotify?
0: Um, Probably because that is more baked into how our squads and even the naming – Right, so the first thing. So, first, why, don't, first so why don't you go is, in?
1: So how much of Spotify? How right. rigorous are you in your application of Spotify?
0: So from a nomenclature perspective, which is why I originally went to Spotify, because I I hated the overloading of the term team and saying, oh, I'm on the software engineering team, I'm in the quality team, I'm on this agile team, and I'm on this feature team. Right, like there, just that term was overloaded. I was going insane and losing. Um, hours of my life explaining what team I was talking about. So we put that in place to solve that problem. The, the, the other core bit that I really latched on to was having the chapters and how that works to reduce the likelihood of an architectural ivory tower. Those are things that I've seen go really bad in. Previous lives, and I've fought really hard to ensure that the people building the product retained architectural control of where it was going, and that there wasn't some person that sat over here, never actually building code that got shipped to customers, defining the architectural approach that we were going to take. So those are those are two of the core pieces that we put in place. Um, we we are on the cusp of breaking into multiple tribes here at the dude. So we're starting to adopt more of that as we become bigger and we have the need and necessity to grow and support everything there. And then the thing that we've wrestled with a lot lately is chapter leads. So that's how they do management. And we've evaluated engineering manager versus chapter lead. And in the classics. Um, Spotify model, the chapter leads are 50-50. So they are still on a squad, still committing code, still being a part of it. They're not, they, they're not really
1: a manager. But
0: they also manage people. And we actually had a pretty long call with Spotify probably three or four months ago with um, the the person that runs that part of the org and how they define orgs and then a couple of chapter leads. And we just walked away with a bit of a head-scratcher and um, never found a way to where it made sense for us to go to the 50-50 split. Um, so we've we we we've actually moved to an engineering manager role. They're not 50-50. They're not writing code. They're not on a squad. They are focused on making people better.
1: I think one of the differences with Spotify, correct me, I mean, in Sweden in general, the culture is not a command and control culture. Mm-hmm. So the Swedes don't like being. I mean, it's a collaborative. So in Sweden, it, I mean, it really the, the, this notion of flattened structures, flattened companies, right? Uh, really resonates really well with the Swedish culture. Well, but well, that's
0: what I like, and that's what our teams like. Yeah. The 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 core thing that we felt like we were missing, which is why we flipped to more of the management side, is really focusing on helping mentor and grow those folks and giving them the time necessary to do that while, while also not um, undercutting a squad that I'm a part of because we felt like you had to be committed to making one happen and something was going to lose. It was either going to be your allocation to a squad or the time that you would allocate to helping someone grow in their career. So, so what we decided to do was focus more on the people. What's different between that and like
1: a team lead? Or or a squad lead or something like that, if you want to call it. I mean, I've worked with team leads. We had team leads at Eye Contact. They were fifty-fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have they didn't have management responsibility, meaning uh, they didn't write reviews. Managers sort of there was a management structure, mm-hmm. but the team leads did provide most of the technology feedback into that, like like how were folks doing. So managers coached and team leads were the fifty-fifty folks. Uh, I'm just trying to.
0: We didn't even have the manager roles, right? So it was engineers, directors, and we needed that because it was getting to the point where they're like 20-some people reporting to one person. So yeah, here. that was not a good model for us. Okay, And, and, and I've, I've so always at Spotify, been...
1: The, but at Spotify, they, they actually, the people report to them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're 50-50. I'm on a team. Mm-hmm. I code with my team. Mm-hmm. The people report to me, mm-hmm. and your concern was... They wouldn't have the time for the for the coaching aspects.
0: We felt like something was going to suffer, and we didn't want to force something to suffer. Okay. Um, so we so we talked with the people that we thought would fit in those roles and how they would execute it with how we run and things we aspire to be, and just we didn't feel comfortable. Now maybe after six months we try it and realize, holy crap, maybe a fifty fifty split is right, and we're wrong. You
1: know. So I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not nitpicking. I'm just. I'm just trying to
0: No, but that's part of we we, we really wrestled with the decision and weren't yeah. sure. So in the end we thought we'd go conservative with not trying to ask people to do two things and let's ask them to do one. And if after doing one for six months we realize, okay, so it, maybe we are wrong and maybe they can do two, then that's fine. We can make the switch and do that. So
1: then. so from a framework perspective, Spotify you have selected pieces of it. Yeah. So the naming conventions you've incremented into uh, Spotify for you is also an organizational structure. Yep. Right? So so as in any organizational structure, and that's maybe the rub for you, when you started, the dude, there was one team. Yeah. Now there's whatever, you know, you're six, 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 10, 12. Six, right. 10, yeah. 12. So now you're sort of you're scaling into Spotify. So mm-hmm. And it wears it well. It, it, it sort of extends. But mm-hmm. you're figuring out your path as you go through it. Right. Uh, the other thing is what works for them, and they don't sell it. They're not selling it as a framework in that way. They're not forcing it. They're saying, "This is what works for us." Mm-hmm. Uh, it may, it
0: may, you may have value in it, right? And the, the the nice thing about them is, on that call, we actually said we aren't sure this makes sense for us, and they said, "Great, go do it, come back, and tell us how it worked for you, because maybe we can learn something from you." Exactly. So they're super open about it, which is nice.
1: So that's the so so. Getting back to to Ramsey. I think uh, any organizational model is probably pick and choose what, what works for you mm-hmm. uh, and, and maybe and iterate into it and scale into it. Uh,
0: so that would be that. So that would be the Spotify model. Any other words about Spotify here? Just, just, just the biggest thing that we've pushed with our group as we've grown is we put a version number on org. So this is Organizational Engineering 3.0 to really get people to think about it like a product. Just just like it 's something we ship, so hey we 're going to based on what we know we 're going to ship this to our customers. Our customers are you, our customers are are us. we know we 're going to need a version three point one or a four point zero but this is what it looks like today, based on the info we have of what we need today. We know it 's going to change, we expect it to change just so people don 't get locked in of it 's always going to be like this I like
1: that I like that now safe as part of the donut you also have used safe terminology. Would that be parallel with uh, Spotify from the point of view of is that, is that additional organizational stuff like release train or release planning or that sort of stuff? So is it above Spotify? Is it above the organization?
0: So the way that I frame it is Spotify helps us scale horizontally within our tribe and as we add squads. This is how we're going to do it in an effective manner. Maintain the culture, maintain the architectural direction, everything that goes along with that. Once we want to start scaling up and pushing more of our practices into roadmap planning, portfolio planning. So the organization goes along with that.
1: So, so safe is organizational planning.
0: Upstream, upstream, of, with yeah. With the
1: executive staff, with the board, exactly. road mapping, uh, communicating milestones and things like that. Right and and even like iteration planning models or de, or delivery models yeah where we're delivering quarterly this mm-hmm. is the kind of stuff we deliver quarterly this is the kind of stuff we deliver monthly exactly so it's the so it's the delivery engine so safe for you i'm not trying to i'm trying to nope. actually understand yep. safe for you is mostly the, the delivery the communication planning mm-hmm. outward communication outward planning and delivery model stuff yep okay And then uh, Spotify is all of the organizational instancing stuff. Within
0: software engineering of how how we're going to scale and if we want to add two more squads, what does it look like? How do we execute that? Right. And what does it look like when we're 6 versus 12 versus 20? And how are we going to group and organize and execute well?
1: So SAFE, and we joked about this in in one of our Metacasts not that long ago, I was picking on you and I'm like, yeah, you say safe is a layer of the donut, but it's a very thin veneer because Mm -hmm. you don't use much. So what do you, I mean, why don't you articulate? So you are cherry picking. So you're cherry picking uh, Spotify and you are cherry picking safe. So you're picking what works for you and what doesn't work for you. So what, what have you picked out of safe? Um,
0: The one thing after going through safe training, I don't know what version it was, um, safe training, the, the one thing that in that moment, and hearing them talk about the PSI planning and the thing that I really latched on to was having the product team every X number of weeks, depending on how you do it is different, come come up and communicate the direction of where we want to go and why and everything that went into that. I felt that provided a lot of clarity to all of the teams to make sure we're making the right decisions along the way because that's something that I felt was missing in places I've been before of having that well-communicated, clear vision of direction of this is where we want to take the product. Now take that teams and help us make it a reality and map out a plan to execute against that. That's the one thing that I really thought we're going to do that. So then we brought in the PSI planning and you came in and helped and coach us through that first Mm -hmm. one. And now, Um, every four weeks, that's just something that we do. So So that's different. That is different. So
1: you do the rolling. Well, it's it's aligned with SAFE nicely, but you do rolling wave, PI planning. But going back to what you said, it's the mission, vision, goal-setting part. Another way of saying it, it's the project chartering part where product and leadership plays that part. There's a handoff, not a handoff, that's the wrong way to say it, but there's sort of a – there, there's a yin and a yang to, to instantiating the teams. The yin is uh, leadership explaining the ask at a high level, road mapping and things like that, making sure it's, it's energetic, it's juicy for the team. The team taking that, sizing it, slicing it up, and then interaction. It's iterative between leadership and the team. Mm-hmm. PI planning does that. That's sort of a handoff or a, uh, a planning event. Uh, but you do that on a rolling wave basis. But it's, it's knowing what done looks like. It's knowing what good looks like. Uh, MVPs come into play. All of that language yeah. is pretty valuable language. Mm-hmm. Some of it comes from safe. Some of it comes from outside safe. So that's what you're picking. Um, and then do, what else? There's, there's a notion in safe of a, re, a release train engineer, uh, system team that does system architecture. Spotify handles that for you, so you don't need a system team. Um, you do have a release train it's just a different release train, yes, no um or do you not get stuck on that?
0: we don't so we ship every sprint and what's ready is ready, and we feature flag things, and it's to that point of the train's gonna go right like so you don't that's what I think so of. you
1: don't so you that's not classic save, right, so you've jettisoned that that's not you're just on a rolling wave so you're on more of a, cont- a continuous deployment yeah sort of thing, okay. What else I'm trying to tease out? I don't
0: think there's very much um, that we've stolen. There might be bits and pieces along the way, but that's the... That's that piece that, as I sat through that training that I wrote down of okay, we're gonna do this.
1: You never took the roles, so you didn't take the roles out of it they they have a lot of specialized roles. No,
0: there are no specialized roles. For <laughs> do us. you have
1: the notion of like architectural runway or UX runway? I think you have that notion. yeah
0: we we, we manage that through our chapters. okay so our chapters um, handle the architectural stuff um, of whatever flavor it might be that they are throughout the PSI planning, we, we, we have backlogs for the squads. So we have the product backlog that's out there, but then we also have the chapter backlogs that are out there to support the product stuff. So we have a row of stickies of, this is what the product owners want. And then the chapters have these things that these are things that we want. And these are the business values that we're going to get by building these. So we might need to build this service to support this piece of the product and what that looks like. So the chapters are always working with the PSI board and everything that goes along with that to figure out what are the things that we need to do. Or at the roadmap planning session, when we go, when we plan out a year based on quarters, we start to look at the big feature asks that are out there and say, okay, there's going to be some architectural work that we need to do to support that. So then stickies go up on the board there. But that's managed by, by, by the chapters.
1: So you're very lightweight on safe then. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying that to bust your, your chops. I'm just saying that even when we've talked about – when we talked about the donut, the, almost the language was equal equal weight. Mm-hmm. But if I was to say Scrum XP, you're at like 100%. Maybe, XP, yeah. you know, maybe light, you're at 100% sort of engagement in those things. Spotify, I'd say you're like at 80% plus. From the point of view of spiritually, you've adopted it. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, from a scaling perspective, you're using Spotify stuff even for some of the safe replacements, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. for the architectural runway stuff. Right. And then the only thing that you've taken from safe is sort of the release planning aspect. You could have taken that from, From Scrum as well, or from anyone, right? It's not, you know, XP had release planning.
0: Well, and and we modified it pretty heavily. Right. You know, we do it a bit differently than classic SAFE would prescribe. We do it every four weeks instead of once a quarter. So you were
1: inspired by it, but Mm -hmm. you've, if if a SAFE consultant came in here, they wouldn't, they would be sorely, I don't know, disappointed. They, They wouldn't have much to coach you on, right? If you upgraded from SAFE 3.0 to 4.0, there wouldn't be much, I mean I think the only thing from a from a planning a PSI planning event perspective and you don't even do that is that, they've dissolved hardening. Well I don't think you even have hardening the, the notion of it because you're releasing every sprint. So they had P, they had what, a P, uh it was P uh, it was uh the last sprint was a hip sprint mm-hmm. in three O and then it became an hip sprint. They removed hardening in four O. Well you don't care about it. you don't right. even care about that stuff. Nope, not at all. Okay. So maybe in your donut, you should actually change it. And I'm not saying it's... You should change the way you frame how you're using things because as you go up the stack, particularly on safe, you're pulling a lot of stuff out mm -hmm. from a healthy point of view. Uh, And then you're scaling. You're really scaling mostly with Spotify.
0: Right. So that's why whenever we talk about the donut, the cake of the donut is is Scrum and XP potentially. And then the, the icing... It's probably Spotify because we use more of that. It covers a lot of the donut and, and sprinkles. Sprinkles are just safe, right? We yeah, just exactly. You yeah.
1: just you just sprinkle it yep. and really and really emphasize that. Yeah. So so back to what Ramsey was asking for. I think as we, I, and you correct me, but I think there's the core is where you. The, and I think this would work everywhere. The core is what you invest in, and then as you go up the stack, I think in regular safe, I would rather people cherry pick things. And pick what's comfortable for them, right? Mm-hmm. And
0: because it's so heavy and so prescriptive. It's so
1: heavy. It's so prescriptive. Uh, you know, and and there's just things that don't make sense. So instead of adopting the entire thing, give themselves license to to pick it. But but as you go down the stack, as you get to more principle oriented, more core to. Do- core strategy I, w- I wouldn't cherry pick things out of it at all I would stay with core scrum and you see that less there's the the, the large scale scrum mm-hmm. is they talk about we're we're just scaling scrum so they're they're really, they really really emphasize you know sort of foundational scrum and then extend it just as much as possible to scale now do you do a scrum of scrums thing or something like that we didn't talk about that mm-hmm. Like, like for cross-team we, we, like we, uh, cross facilitation or making release decisions or something. So PI planning, PSI planning, usually has a, a cyclical rendezvous point associated yeah. with it as well where you're
0: reviewing things and tracking state. So after almost every traditional scrum ceremony, we have the cross-squad version of that ceremony. So after stand-ups, we have cross-squad stand-up where it's kind of like a scrum of scrums of where at the squad level they talk about, these are the things we're doing today. This is where we're going to probably cause some problems for you guys. we got this pool request that's going to go in that's going to blow up the security service. So heads up, we're on it. We're going to fix that. Things like that. Um, after, um, sprint planning, we have the cross squad sprint planning where every squad comes up and says, Hey, this is what we're doing. The sprint. These are some of the dependencies that we have. These are the things that we're going to try this is what's happening. Then, at the PSI level, we also do the same thing. So we have the cross squad PSI planning, where again someone comes up and says, "Okay, for the next six sprints, here's what we think we're going to do, and what are the issues we have with that? What are the problems we're going to st- step into?" So that that's so after every major ceremony, we do a cross squad version. So of that's that. an extension of that. Yeah.
1: I, one final question: it, Let's say you scale distributed teams, mm-hmm. so you have the donut. So what do you envision? what what happens to this stack when you go to distributed teams and you start building out somewhere else or something like that
0: are they so the thing that we're wrestling with right now is becoming multiple tribes and then instead of cross squad stuff we're going to have cross tribe stuff and how do we communicate across tribe so we operate as one big group right now and we've nailed that we got that down to pretty good science the next question is as we grow we're going to have to split out into multiple tribes Physically or because they're going to work on something else or maybe both. Um, so that's that thing that we're So it working.
1: could be a local tribe here working on another product. Right. Or it could be a, a tribe in, in another geography right. working on another product. But they're working
0: on a common platform, so how do you stay in sync on correct across chapters? So there's multiple back-end chapters in different tribes, and how do they stay in sync and make sure we don't diverge with but the technology think, decision? And, and again,
1: and, I'm not trying to make that decision, but it sounds like Spotify would be your roots for that. Yeah, it is. And then maybe SAFE would be sort of you'd look at SAFE to see, is there, are there any tools or systems in there? Mm-hmm. Like SAFE does, actually where I could see SAFE helping you is SAFE, the influence it has on the tool sets. So SAFE has influence on JIRA. It has influence on Rally mm-hmm. for portfolio planning or for cross-team stuff. So it's not SAFE directly, but you might get some indirect advantage out of SAFE from a tooling point of view to coordinate across teams. But it really would be the donut. It would be your foundation. You'd still be amplifying your foundation. And then it would be Spotify for all the structure and stuff like that and the communication with the dusting of SAFE on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you think we answered
0: this? Yes. I just want to – and you were hitting it up a little bit. The, The last question he had is what are the things you would take out? Um, I think we're saying for Scrum and XP, don't take anything out.
1: Don't don't remove anything.
0: So when you're looking around how you're building a culture and the way your teams execute and operate and behave with each other, take Scrum and stick with it. Well, the other thing,
1: I, I mean, people are – there's this thing of Agile is about modification and innovation and creativity, and I get all of that. But there's certain things to me that why – you know, why muck with it if it works? Uh, and so many people muck with it under the banner of this is the agile way, the right. agile mantra. Uh, the XP practices, I mean, they freaking work. Scrum in its in its basic form works. Now, I'm not talking about adjusting. You know, sprint length could be different. Yeah. I'm not – you know, what time of day do you have your stand-ups? Decide on that. Uh, what is the format for backlog refinement? Decide on that. How free – whatever. But the core practices, I mean the Scrum Guide, you've heard me say this a billion times. The Scrum Guide's less than twenty pages, for God's sakes. So what we're saying is do scrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that gives you the best service. I now everyone, uh, well, not everyone, but a lot of people in the world do want to modify it, and I think that creates problems. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm like, stay with that. Yeah. Now, modify the other frameworks. If you have Guma's frameworks, if you if like if you brought in a metrics, there's metrics frameworks out there. Right. There's evaluation. There's HR Agile frameworks. I, I'd say it's not. I'm not just picking on Save. Anything at the framework level, like a metrics framework or a measure the team framework, for scale, I, I would unloose the hounds to modify that stuff. Keep the
0: keep your ground, keep your foundation firm, mm-hmm. and then modify up. Right, because the thing that we've always come back to is that defines who we are as a group and how we operate, and yep. define some of our operational yep. norms. Yeah. You know? So that so that just as we kept coming back to, it's like don't change that because that'll alter. Who we are
1: We ought we to drill into Spotify here a little more sometime Not next week or anything like that But I'd like to do some more research on where Spotify is I'd like to understand where you're at Maybe mm-hmm. we do like a Spotify deep down Drill down a little bit Based on where you might be going with it. Because I think there's some subtlety in the discussion we had today that we may not – there may be some more subtlety based on Spotify. Because it's not – it's a different sort of framework is what I'm poking at. It's sort of a – it has some interesting characteristics that I'm sort of thinking about. Cool. Are we done, Josh? We are done. Can we stick a fork in the sucker? We can. Okay.
0: Cool. So from beautiful downtown.
1: Cary, North Carolina. I'm Bob Galen. And I'm Josh Anderson. Shake. And bake. Take care, everyone.